With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The second pick, the New York Jets select. It'll be Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, then all of a sudden Mac Jones, and then all of a sudden Justin Fields, and it'll be, no, no, it's Zach Wilson. And then they'll take all the way down to zero seconds, and everybody's going to be like, what the hell are they waiting for? The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, five-time NBA All-Star Chris Webber, Fox Sports Rules Analyst Mike Pereira, Plus, two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I am your humble host sitting here in Los Angeles, California, uh, wearing purple. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, feeling blue. Feeling blue. Uh, best dad Rich. ever. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you? Better than you, Rich. Good to see you, Mike Del Tufo. Good to How see are you, Rich. Sorry, Rich Eisen. How are you over there, TJ Jefferson? Good to see you. I'm still basking in the glory of the Price is Right, Rich. I got to be. Well, yeah, you, you win. Win. Second now. Hold on a second now. Did he win? Hold on a second now. That's Fight Club. We're, yeah. we're, pur- we're purposefully avoiding peppering you yeah. with questions about your post-Rich Eisen show Monday trip to the set of The Price is Right, assuming that you did get called to come on down and win cash and prizes and did... In fact, uh, get the possible, uh, most possible money for your bonus on the spin and all of that stuff. And then go to the pricing games and the showcase showdown in which you won not one but two because you got within $100 of the final total. We're assuming you cleaned up. Yeah. We haven't asked him any questions we on haven't. that front. We're and you just it. went there. And, and uh, I appreciate you doing that because you know I'll talk about the prices right anytime. And that makes me happy. <laughs> and um, I'd like to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, right now, are you? I'm not happy. No, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Um, came on the air on Monday and talked about how um, unhealthy it is, how much I um, get into the NCAA tournament. When, when, when anybody's school wins an NCAA tournament game, it just seems to be out of balance compared to uh, what should uh, delight you and what should not and how your emotions get uh, tied into stuff. And so, you know, I'm very fortunate what I get to do for a living. The no cheering in the press box thing kind of did knock out a lot of uh, uh, ancillary fan rooting interest for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see, I think you could, you know, anybody who's a, a, a consumer of this program in any way, shape, or form or has followed my career, thank you for that. Since uh, I appeared on Sports Center in 1996 all the way to the present day, 25 years, by the way, that's coming up. Congrats. Thank you, sir. Actually, the anniversary passed, but uh, we didn't even. <laughs> Mention it because it was March Madness. It happened earlier this month. Right. Twenty five years right. ago was my first Sports Center. You should we celebrate this. You should retell the story of uh, your audition for ESPN. I've got a lot of stories about that, but it was twenty five years ago this past month, this very month here. Well, happy anniversary! Where I just because it was the Sweet Sixteen of 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 the nineteen ninety six tournament, in which I debuted on Sports Center. And so you know, uh, you can you know it gets me. The Jets get me. The Yankees get me. Um, and uh, James Dolan just can get me because <laughs> I've given up my Knicks fandom because of that man. 
And then it's all Michigan sports. So um, last night, settle into my chair, and I've got it all set up. The it being Michigan's the one seed, taking on an 11th seed team that was starting in the in the first four, and I was absolutely believing all the hype. Watch, I've watched their games. I watched the UCLA Bruins games, and oh, um, you know, um, and and I I I, I appreciated their their moxie, but that's all they were supposed to have was just moxie, and it was supposed to run out of gas in the regional final against a one seeded Michigan team that was without their best players and Isaiah Livers and all that good stuff. But it's supposed to be Jawan Howard's time. At least that's the way I was viewing it. Jawan Howard's time to get back to the Final Four. How many coaches have ever played in a Final Four and then coached in a Final Four? That's got to be a very small subset of individuals who have ever walked planet Earth. And uh, not only was I uh, uh, prepared for it, um, I'll be very honest with you. Our, our first guest on this program was supposed to celebrate this thing. Chris Weber, his Fab Five teammate. Instead of us celebrating that together, we will be hugging each other out and crying in our respective figurative beers. Thanks to the new curse word in the state of Michigan, it's Juzang. <laughs> You've seen enough of that kid. That dude can play. That kid, Johnny Juzang, showed up. And I will tell you what. In order to win an NCAA tournament game when you are not expected to win, you need a lot of things to go in your favor. And you need a lot of bring a lot of things to the table. You need to bring a great coach who knows what he is doing or she is doing, and you need to bring a great game plan to the table. You need to bring a great defense to the table. You need to bring a great amount of concentration and execution to the table, and you need to have somebody who shows up and says, this is my day, this is my time, this is my shot, that rim is as wide as the ocean, and I am going to just, I'm just going to spin it right in there. I'm going to re- release rotation splash, to use the Kilbourne phrase that I learned <laughs> prior I to my first Sports Center 25 years mm-hmm. ago this month. And Johnny Juzang was just that, because UCLA was playing great defense in the first half of that game, the first half of the first half of that game. No one else was scoring, but Johnny Juzang was. And just when the Wolverines took a seven-point lead in the first half of that game because UCLA couldn't shoot straight, Michigan wasn't scoring at will either. And that was a time where Michigan had a chance to just dash the flame. And Juzang was the one who said, that's not going to happen. Scored 14 of the first 16 of UCLA's points, 28 overall, came back after turning his ankle. Left the game in the second half when Michigan went on a 9-0 run to catch back up. But just when Michigan would peak its head above water and get a little bit of a lead, slight bit of a lead, one possession lead, one point lead, it was UCLA doing it. And I tip my cap to the Bruins. They were the better team in the regional final last night. And they are going from the first four to the final four. You cannot win a basketball game when you miss, I think, what was it, the last 10 shots, 11 shots? Michigan had so many shots. Eight, eight to 10, yeah. And, yeah I mean, and five minutes straight to end the it game. Was, and it's just one of those yeah. things you're just so frustrated because the looks are open and, you know, the layups are there. And 
it looks like they're going to go in because they've gone in all year, and instead they just rebound off the top of the glass, the top of the uh, mm. the square, and just rebounds off at a weird angle, and it's just like, my God, what is happening? It's a slow-motion car wreck, and I once again got from my awesome, lovely wife, Susie Schuster, <laughs> in the room where I watch all the games in my house that I bought from a Michigan State graduate <laughs> a few years ago. I get my wife. My wife. Oh, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. Do uh, you think she meant it? She does. She means it. She knows how much. You know, Don Bowie, who is UC, USC Trojans, got boat raced by Gonzaga what beforehand. And, you know, showing you know Franz... Wagner with an open look, 3.2 seconds left on the shot clock. I mean, ball's about to be released from his hand, so it would have been good if it counted. I mean, he had an air ball with 11 seconds left. I, I, I'm i not one of those guys that comes on here and, you know, criticizes somebody who's 18 to 21, and I know that they're college basketball players at a high level, and, you know, what we do here is to have a critical eye. It just wasn't their night. wasn't their night, and you tip your cap to UCLA, and I will sit here and say this. Everybody thinks it's Gonzaga's tournament to win. It is. Everybody thinks it's going to be Gonzaga's tournament that they're going to win. I just saw my team, the one seed, and you could sit here and say Michigan would have gotten boat raced by Gonzaga too. I, I, I wouldn't put anything past UCLA here. No, me neither. Not at this point. At all. They got the size. They got the strength. They've got the defensive prowess. They held Michigan to 49 points. Michigan wasn't in its game all night long last night. They've got the feeling. Yep. You got to play a playing game to win a tournament to get in the tournament. Because Oregon State just won your conference tournament. <laughs> right. Right. I, I would think UCLA would have gotten the spot in the tournament. Wouldn't have had to play in if Oregon State didn't win, right? I mean, obviously there's a lot of chess pieces that you can move around. There could have been another team from another conference that would have gotten like Oregon State winning the Pac-12 burst someone else's bubble. I don't know. doesn't matter. Bottom line is UCLA had to play in to get in. They were down by double digits to Michigan State. And, um, you know, I tip my cap to them. And I don't, I can't sit here and say UCLA has no shot against Gonzaga. Anybody who says that is out of their freaking minds. Gonzaga looks really good, though. Man. Right. So, you know, um, as you know, we had, we had a show called The Eisenhower on here on Epix. I do a, um, um, uh, uh, I, I do the grind, the NFL, the grind on Epix. Uh, the president of Epix, his name is Michael Wright. He's a UCLA grad. We had a bottle of wine on it last night. Ooh. So, uh, Michael, enjoy your Bartles and James. It'll be great. <laughs> um, we didn't say that was, it isn't Bartles and James, it's wine, right? It's it's it might wine. Be, you might that you cool it, right? Yes. Why is it coming? Is it coming in a box or? I, I don't. Yeah, care. It's, it's six pack. I just give him some boons. For he'll, it. he'll let me know when he when it arrives at his house. <laughs> what flavor? Now I'll pay it off. Oh, you know, brewing flavor. <laughs> I don't know, man. But all UCLA fans should be so fired up oh, because fired this up, is it. Man. This is this is the Cinderella story in eleven seed, yeah. I believe, if I heard correct last night, uh, was it Shaquille O'Neal's U LSU team? Was it? The, the Dale Brown coached LSU team of the 80s was the last 11 seed. I don't know if Shaq was the 11 seed team, but 
was the last 11 seed to beat a one and a two. Yeah, in the last tournament? double digit seed a to double beat a seed. one and a two, <laughs> which they just did. They just knocked off Alabama and Michigan in back to back games. Like no big deal. Those kids them, from man. UCLA have to be like. They're know, using that, like, nobody wanted us. They didn't think we should be here. We right. shouldn't be here. Exactly. And now they've got to feel like no one can touch us right now. What a, I mean, what a feeling that must be. Man. I mean, that's how we feel coming to work every day. Pretty much. Facts. And good for you, Mick Cronin. I mean, and his dad's there. And his dad. They keep showing his dad in the stands. I know. Like, it's it's awesome. just like CBS and TBS. <laughs> they choose the one person in the stands, right? And it they, was Jalen Rose for Michigan last yeah, night. Jalen yeah. Rose, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and it's it's Mick Cronin's dad. Obviously, Sister Jean got some run. Jean. Always, let's get the cutaway shot to the nun. <laughs> By the way, great fantasy team name, Nun <laughs> Cutaway Shot. <laughs> oh my God! Help me! Can I get a break around here? Not from a team. Can I fan. get a break around? I know, I get it. Rich, the Jets are taking Mac yeah. Jones. Like yeah, it's all you're good. In. You're good. All good in the hood, man. Yeah. Mac you, Jones. You pipe down over there because you think you're. I'm going to be sitting there on draft night, yeah. fourth on the clock. All <laughs> yeah. oh, the Atlanta Falcons have traded out. Bill Belichick's actually going to come get a young quarterback. We have a trade. He's the actually going to go put his Bill up. Belichick hoodie blue check mark Woo-hoo. right on a right on a, a prospect. And ride or die with that person and sit him next to Cam Newton and say, Cam, you're now the Teach him. Kansas City ver- the Patriot version of the Kansas City Alex Smith and go. So yes. yeah. Good luck to yes. that. Good luck to Bill. Just like Woohoo. It feels good to not have to worry about a quarterback this draft. Like oh, every oh, Patriot fan, for twenty every, years. <laughs> every Patriot fan is hoping free agency Bill shows up as draft Bill. Okay. <laughs> Like that he's still punch drunk from his free agency spending. And Nike the dog hits send on your draft idea. <laughs> That's the wrong I one. I know, but it's funny. How dare me. you play the ESPN <laughs> draft music? <laughs> the audacity of this guy. already like reeling. <laughs> the <this> audacity. <laughs> I mean, how many kicks in the nuts can a man take? <laughs> That's the dagger. Yeah. We're going to find out today. <laughs> It's Bill Rafter would say that's dude, the dagger, dude. Onions, onions. But we don't onions on you, like a shot to the onions. The man who probably mic'd me up for the first NFL Network draft on, coverage Mike. of 2005. Send it in, Jerome. Like get the NFL. This Network. is my 17th NFL draft I'm hosting, buddy. I'm now the dean of this thing. Rich Eisen, have some respect. Put some respect <laughs> on that. I can't lie to you, Dean Warmer. Draft jingle. <laughs> Respect this man, Mike. As if <laughs> there's not enough for me to deal with today. Mm. I'm going to turn this into me right here. <laughs> At least an Ohio State guy didn't come up with the biggest NFL scoop of the day. Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> Albert Breer, Breer. Breer had um, Nick Casario on his podcast the general manager of the Houston Texans. Talk about a timely guest. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is take a break. We'll come back and unpack that. I have not one but two segments for all of you out there in the NBC Sports on Peacock Universe or the Rich Eisen Show radio, terrestrial and satellite networks. 
out there, not one, but two 17-game segments. Because mm. you know the NFL has – what did, they, they didn't expand the schedule. What did no, they do, Chris? No, no. What did they Sorry, do? Was, uh, they, they enhanced an, the an, mechanism yeah. or something uh, like that? Let me, or they, let, me, they, let me go back and find They released the, uh, the, 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 the schedule Kraken. Is that what they did? They enhanced the something. They enhanced something. And it's genius. So not only, well, I guess three, we're going to be talking to Chris Long, former NFL player and Super Bowl champion, not once but twice. Um, he's going to be joining us. I wonder what the players think. You know, we know what Alvin Kamara thought about now 17 regular season games. Um, and I have not one but two. I'm going to take a look at some sneaky good games that were just added to the schedule because the 17th game not only do we know there's going to be a 17th game we know what the games are because they're AFC teams hosting NFC teams from a designated division cross conference we already know them and a couple of the games that jumped out at people um Packers Chiefs got added to the schedule yesterday Patriots Cowboys remarkably as a third-place game, okay, which I will relish in reminding both of you idiots on this set. Pardon me, I'm in a mood. Both of you, moron number one and moron number two, to use the midnight Thank run you. phrases. Thank okay, you. I'm going to remind both of you honks. Thank you. Wait, when the game hits, when, it's, when it will invariably be on Monday, Sunday, or Thursday night football. Uh, I'll remind both of you, it's a third-place game from the 2020 season and the that's, 2021 that's season. Fine. Yeah, that's old stuff, That's though. fine. Yeah, old news. We're Everybody's forward. talking about that, but we always look beneath the radar. And then also later on this show, um, I took a look at what the um, all-time I, – I didn't take a look. I asked <laughs> NFL Network Research to do it for me. We assumed. Uh, <laughs> to take a look at what is the best 17-game stretch – in NFL history for a handful of single season uh, for 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 a sing, what would normally be single season records mm-hmm. most passing yards most rushing yards and so on and so forth of a 17 game stretch to give you an idea of what the new benchmark to reach what the new record to break would possibly be okay as now the 16 game Marks will cause the 17 game marks to have a little bit of an asterisk to it. That's coming up on this show. And Mike Pereira is going to be joining us because I do believe it's today that the NFL is going to vote on a couple of rule changes. That's not the pylon fumbling issue oh, you don't into say. the end zone issue that I have been raging about. Okay. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We have so much to talk about. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I would thought Chris Weber and I would be having a celebratory conversation. <laughs> we will not be. How many times can a man get kicked in the nards? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Is that tough to ask? <laughs> Jeez. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs and the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. (laughs) We're back on the Rich Eisen Show talking to my friends in air quotes. Rich, thinking of just going because for our radio audience on Peacock, not only do you uh, get to see our beautiful smiling faces (laughs) or my misery uh, in person, but during um, the radio breaks that we have, they're longer than the breaks that we have on Peacock. So we come back and we play some of our archive material, which, by the way, you can get on our YouTube feed. That is (laughs) we're very pleased with these days. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. You can go down a wormhole. any rate, so we show some of our uh, best of stuff. And um, one piece that you guys were preparing to play was Graham Rahal's appearances here on this show where I had to pay off bets losing to the Ohio State fan wearing Ohio State material. You were planning on... I would say that yeah. today. I would say planning today? is an unfair characterization. Yeah. Planning not. I would not the say word. it was discussed briefly, brought up in conversation, brought perhaps. up quickly as a possibility. You touched up. We you touched, touched up. upon. You touched and let go, and we moved on to something more fun and lighthearted, like Bobon, like Bobon. His appear his appearance here. Bobon, true or false? Okay, very funny. And I love Bobon. Who doesn't love Bobon? Who doesn't love Bobon? Bobon you makes you happy. Bobon. Bobon came in here to promote John Wick 3. Which he has a brief cameo. Correct. Rich, to quote the great Jeff Ross, yes. we only roast the ones we love. Okay, thanks very much, everybody. <laughs> and you mentioned Jeff Ross. Okay, very good. Very good. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, try that when Weber's on the phone. Okay, guys? Nah, you won't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just me. All right. We won't. 
mean, C-Web will be joining us top of the next time. Okay. So um, the news of the day in the NFL, there's a couple things going on here. Um, pro days. And this is going to be a tough pro day for the Philadelphia Eagles. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. This is, a, this is a tough day of pro days for the Philadelphia Eagles because Jamar Chase literally jumped out of the state of Louisiana, oh, right? Okay. Or part, it's either, I don't know, did he vertically jump out or did he broad jump out or did he run out? One of the, choose whichever Just way he whichever left the one, state of yeah, Louisiana. Exactly. He did. Okay. He ran the Moses Malone, right? So what he ran? No, he ran the 4 3 8. Oh, yeah. We ran a 4 3 Kyle 8. Pitts, the tight end in Florida, he ran. ran the Moses Malone. And look, I am not one to. You want some numbers? Well, we he, well I'm talking about Pitts first. Oh, then we'll okay, get to okay. Jamar oh, Chase. Well, I can get both. But in terms of Pitts, the tight end, and I, I'm not one to nitpick, I, I'm, I'm not one to talk even. Okay on the subject of running 40s and what you look like. I know what you're supposed to look like. All right? I'm not able to look like that person. As a matter of fact, our show logo of me running in the suit, which I'm showing up here on the mug, that's been part of our branding ever since we started this show almost seven years ago. The right leg that is up in the show logo was actually computer generated to be moved back underneath my body as more of a proper running stance. <laughs> the actual accurate silhouette that was initially put in front of me for the Rich Eisen show did have my right knee flailed out outside of the frame of my body. <laughs> that was then computer generated to be moved back in as a more upright and proper running Stance, full admission. I admire you for that. So that said, just take a look at Kyle Pitts's forty-yard dash. He's all over the place. He is weaving. Yeah, I mean, because it's it's done in the middle of the field. It's not done on the sideline like it is during the yeah. Uh, he ran down project. the hash. Okay, actually. he ran down the hash. It's it's it's. Yeah, he, he, if you take a look at it, he's he's weaving all over the place. Yeah. And that's not good. It makes you slower. And he still <laughs> ran a four, four, four. The Moses Malone. All right, here's some Kyle Pitts. Holy crap! <laughs> here's some numbers, Rich. As yes. you mentioned, four, 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 forty. Thirty-five, a three and a half inch vertical. Thirty-three and a half. A ten-nine broad jump. Uh, and this is the number that everyone is losing their mind over. He has an eighty-three inch wingspan. Oh my God! Three inch. That is larger than any wide receiver or tight end in the NFL in the last twenty years. Oh my goodness! He is six five and five eighths, two hundred forty five pounds, and that is insane. And so the wingspan you can easily translate into what is called the catch radius yes. in the NFL game. Somebody throws an inaccurate pass. You have a, you 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 can oh, just got to be within seven feet of his frame, and he's got a <laughs> shot at it, right? Okay. So there's that, and then Jamar Chase, <laughs> Jamar Chase ran sub out. four four, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're six foot at wide receiver if you've got a forty one inch vertical leap, and the broad jump 
is translatable in the fact of the burst, okay? Because that's the sort of burst you can get. It was over 11 feet, was his broad 11 jump? feet, exactly, 132 <laughs> inches. The reason why I bring up that this is a tough pro day for the Philadelphia Eagles is because Eagles fans had their eyes on one of those two kids at six overall. Yeah. Sitting there at six overall, you're figuring – through the configuration, to use another midnight run phrase, maybe I'll drop a midnight run phrase in every segment of this show just to get me through the Michigan Blues. But um, if you can figure the first five picks of the draft, you're figuring there could even be four quarterbacks, three quarterbacks, and then a tackle, and then one of these two players would be available at six. And the Eagles and the Eagles fans who are absolutely starving, salivating for a through-the-roof, crazy, sick, talented target for one of their quarterbacks, whoever that is going to be, and it does appear to be Jalen Hurts. I would imagine. They're thinking, okay, that was one of ours, and they traded out. Thinking about next year. Let's not get one of those kids for Jalen Hurts. They're still going to get someone supremely talented 12th overall or have a shot at somebody supremely talented 12th overall. We're assuming. They might be too far down, but that's why I'm saying this is a tough pro day for the Philadelphia. They'll get through it. And they might they might, uh, they might, might get someone supremely talented at 12, and then for next year, they could have three first-round picks, and that doesn't help the case now. Today is kind of going to be for Philadelphia. I, I can only imagine what the... Sports talk radio universe in Philadelphia will sound like today what is with these station? numbers. PIX? No, that's New York. Oh. Um, so there's that. And you're taking J- Jamar Chase and you're essentially saying, okay, Joe Burrow, you did well with T. Higgins. How about your other wide receiver being your wide receiver from college? <laughs> in which you threw 60 touchdown 60 passes. Touchdowns. Okay. How about that? And then the Dolphins are sitting there and, you know, if you're thinking that the Dolphins with their system that defensively because of their head coach is a Patriot system, right? When you say that? Say defensively, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But offensively, what about Two tight ends. What about Gasicki and Pitts? Oh, mama. For two. Oh, mama. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, certainly oh, if, if Chase is going to wind up with Burrow, a lot of people will say, how about Waddle for for Tua, right? Right. Let's or get, Devontae Smith. Right. Or, or yeah. Smith. Let's, yeah. get, let's, get, let's get either one of his collegiate wide receivers who are crazy sick talented for him. But you got to sit here and think, all right, two tight ends for Tua? Easy throws? Safe Quick blankets. throws, safe throws. Dude. What do you think about that? Oh. I would love I wasn't that. even thinking about that this morning, but you are dead on. Anything to keep him out of Philly for me. I'm, I'm yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. So that's, that's one story in the NFL today. Other story, our friend, good friend of the program, and my good friend, despite his texts, he took it easy on me last night, but despite his text throughout the tournament. He didn't go fritzy on you? No, I didn't. <laughs> Albert Breer uh, of uh, Sports Illustrated and the MMQB 
for his podcast got Nick Casario, the general manager of the Houston Texans, on his show. He spoke to him Monday. It posted today. So I spoke to Albert today uh, prior to coming in. Just wanted to bounce a couple of ideas off him about what I was thinking because I hadn't really heard the soundbite yet. I got an email from the NFL Network news desk on the soundbites on the subject matter of Deshaun Watson in particular. Now, as we all know, the tenor of Deshaun Watson's situation, which is a phrase that we always use in the sports world as a, uh, I guess, a crutch to explain a lot of stuff. The word situation doesn't even begin to (laughs) express or explain properly what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Now, I do believe two more two more civil lawsuits have been fired against filed against Deshaun Watson. Yeah, we're at 21 now. 21 women have now spoken to the lawyer Tony Busby in Houston to say that Deshaun Watson and based on all of the 21 um uh lawsuits or or claims filed civilly claim anything from untoward and disturbing behavior to what sounds like criminal behavior to me. And um, one massage therapist spoke to Sports Illustrated under an alias to corroborate what some of the claims have said. This massage therapist said Deshaun never touched her and never, de- you know, demanded he touch her and didn't force himself on her. But the behavior is disturbing and shocking, to be honest with you. And she said she didn't want to be part of this, you know, I guess what's becoming a class civil action because she was uncomfortable with the document that the lawyer who's been honchering all this wanted her to sign And subsequently, yesterday on Instagram, the lawyer, Tony Busby, said he was not going to actually file any of this stuff, any of this evidence with the Houston Police Department, which he's had a personal problem with and a professional problem with in his mind for years. And the reason why he's not going to even file it now is because the lawyer that's representing Deshaun Watson, Rusty Harden, has a son who works in a part of the police department And thus, what, the whole entire police department can't handle or give justice to 21 women because of something personal with the Lord? The whole thing is just weird and bizarre and strange, to say the least, and shocking, all of it. So, Albert brought this up with Nick Casario, who basically said that they're still waiting this thing out, essentially on Deshaun Watson that this whole situation needs to play out. And then Albert, once he brought up this with Casario, then moved on to the football aspect of it. And in terms of that, we've heard from Albert, we've heard from so many people, we've heard from so many different members of the NFL media world that Casario's told everyone to, if you will, pound sand, right? Right. 
said you can I think it was Albert he came out on Monday right and he yes. said that Casario's telling everyone I think he's the one who's telling us this because again we're fortunate to have so many people on this program um talking about these subject matters he's the one who said that Casario's like you could talk to me about anybody with a quarterback right pretty much so listen to uh this exchange if you don't mind between Casario and Albert Breer on his podcast, The Albert Breer Show. Listen to this exchange between all of them and and tell me if you hear the phrase at all or the sense at all that we are not trading Deshaun Watson, which has been the, the whole concept. He's our quarterback and we're not trading him. He's our quarterback for now or the sense that he's told people we're not trading him. Give a listen. Okay, you have said that Deshaun is your quarterback and you plan for Deshaun to be your quarterback. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I think we'll take it one day at a time. And, um, you know, I think everything is is pretty fluid here. Um, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll adjust as we go. And ultimately, okay. I think we'll do what we feel is best for the Houston Texans organizationally. Okay. So you'd be open to a trade? I think ultimately we'll do what we feel is best for okay. the organization. Okay. Um, have you talked to him? Yeah, I don't want to get into any, any comment about what conversations have taken place with players. I think I've talked to a lot of different players. Um, you know, those conversations are private. You know, those conversations are to remain between the respective parties, and I think that's out of respect to, to everybody involved. Okay, now, if this wasn't such a, sub, a serious subject matter, I would have you play the what were they really thinking drop it. I don't think it really fits here. Uh, I, I, you, you know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like to me... May, and maybe this is the situation stuff that has changed the approach. This sounds like to me a general manager saying, I'll, I'll, I'll take your phone calls on Deshaun Watson. Or potentially a gentleman. If I'm, obviously, I'm throwing darts at the board here, but I'm just using my my experience of, uh, of, of being in the NFL and hearing how general managers and talent evaluators and and coaches and owners who can speak on behalf of a franchise or or are comfortable doing that um just listening for buzzwords and listening to tone and stuff like that just putting all together it sounds like a general manager who might not be getting any calls about Deshaun Watson these days and that I mean, it would make sense and that if you call him you're not going to get the answer of um anything but uh okay what are you what are you talking about not like uh uh, it's anybody but the quarterback that's what that sounds like to me albert said are you willing to accept take take on a trade and the response is we'll do anything that's best for the team okay all right wow so what would it look like well if you're the dolphins what it would look like is sixth overall pick and Tua? Would you do that for Deshaun Watson right now? What if you're able to say that the other first-round picks that you're throwing in are contingent on Deshaun Watson playing? That the, 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 the risk that you're taking is just for the draft this year, not for next year. What about that? What about that if you're if you're Denver? What about that if you're Carolina? What about that if you're that that there's some sort of mitigation 
involved. That sounds like a general manager that's willing to discuss and talk and ruminate and mis- and and take a look at this situation. Right? I think so. We take it one day at a time. One Ultimately, we'll time. do what we feel is best for the organization. Is not he's our quarterback. We're not trading him. Don't we, call. Right. And you got to think about is Deshaun Washington going to get suspended for next year? Well, we talked about that with Florio. Yeah. Boy, what a day in the NFL. Last day of March. And people asked me when we came on the air in NFL Network in 2003 in November, what are you going to talk about in the last day of March? How about everything? (laughs) How about everything? 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls and uh, set up the rest of our show. Mike Pereira is going to be joining us in the next hour. I'll tell you what I'm hearing about what might be on the table for the league owners to vote on to make a rule change or not. That's coming up. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on our radio network, all one happy family. Jeff in Detroit, how are you, brother? What's going on, Jeff? What's going on, Aunt Fellas? Wonderful talking to you yeah, guys. Hey, Jeff. What's, what's up, up Jeff? Jeff? Jeff, what's up, bud? I need a visual hug. You know, I wanted to just say something real quick. No, you haven't been touching much on the Deshaun Watson situation. I'm going to just say this from a former police officer's standpoint. Usually what happens is the attorneys are chomping at the bit to use criminal notes, any type of uh, investigative tool to leverage on the civil side. And it's just funny that 
all of these suits are coming up, and nothing has been filed criminally. You know, I'm just, it's one of those situations where I'm hoping that each and every young lady who's involved in this situation gets the proper justice Correct. that she that, that she deserves. You, you know? can't, and you couldn't have hit the nail on the head more, Jeff, and that's why I was saying, it, when I said weird and and bizarre and shocking that a lawyer is making statements through Instagram and, 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 you know, and there's 21 different cases, but if they want justice, don't uncle rich, I can tell you, don't involve the police. How many, how many times I've been called from my home on the drop of a dime to go testify in civil court to what I've said criminally. And usually what ends up following is the mediation as between the two parties and they end up settling it. You know, it's just, it's weird at this point. Like you said, it's really, really weird. And it, it, it makes you say, huh? I'm giving you guys a virtual hug right now. Cause I need one. Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Tell my boy, Chris Weber, what up mm-hmm. though with Juwan, I'm not, I'm not upset because he gave me everything that I, I, I could have ever asked for in his real first year of uh, Michigan basketball. And then I can only think it's going to get better because you think about him walking into a recruiting to- a recruit's house. I played against Jordan. I played with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and I can show you how to get that back. I can show you how to be a professional. And at Michigan, he's pumping out grown men over there. I'm really happy to see the program going in the way, uh, in the direction it is. And I think we'll be dancing real soon again. Uh, I really do. Well, I mean, this year was just an incredible ride, and unfortunately, one of their best players, their heart and soul of the team, and Isaiah Livers uh, couldn't play. But you know, uh, UCLA's supposed best player blew his ACL out so everybody's playing without their best player in that regard and you just got to tip your cap I'm, I'm not going to sit here and denigrate or criticize a bunch of Michigan players just didn't f- uh, file in their best games I'm not saying best efforts their best uh, production and um, you know when we had Jawan on the show Jeff a couple of weeks ago I pointed out to him a tweet that he sent out uh, announcing not one, not two, but three McDonald's All-Americans wow. joining wow. Michigan's recruiting class. And Jawan said, welcome to the club. He tweeted it, He retweeted out a Michigan tweet with his own personal account saying, welcome to the club. And he's not welcoming. The club is not Michigan Athletics. The club is McDonald's All-Americans. And that's his wow. that's his way of flexing in the manner in which you said he can flex figuratively, you know, when he's recruiting. I'm uh, I'm one of you, so I understand what it takes for you to get to the next level and also win at this level. So he's he's got that working, and and it's been highly successful so far. And I'm 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 ecstatic. It's the only way I can describe. Can you it. do me? Can you do me one big favor? Um, sure. Could you pass on a what up though to Chris Weber for me, please? Sure. I really appreciate it. It'd be my pleasure, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank Jeff you. Very good, Jeff. All right, what Jeff. Up from Jeff. Jeff in Detroit. Yes, sir. You know. What up though? Well, as you will, as always, ask Chris what he thinks about the Detroit Lions. That's his team. That's his team, right? Probably feels the way you feel about the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Remember they that? Take a quarterback. When he talk about, he said he was going to join the Million Man March years ago. Remember that? March, yeah. He's like, I was at the Million Man March, Rich, and, and I also that. joined the Million Man. <laughs> That's what he did say yeah, that. Yeah. So he's going to be joining us at the top of the next hour, about eight minutes from now, and then Mike Pereira will join us next hour as well. Former head of NFL refs, NFL on Fox, and college football on Fox rules analyst. 
And uh, one of the reasons we're having him on is the old Sky Judge is up for conversation uh, amongst league membership. And um, uh, from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing it, it could be sort of a because always the when the NFL goes through a radical change, they talk about it and then table it. And then they talk about it and then they table it. And then they bring it up in front of the membership and it either fails or they pull it back. And then they bring it up to membership one more time and it passes. Like it's a lo- it's a slog. It's a slog. It's a long slog. And um, that's why the pass interference change of being reviewable a couple of years ago was so shocking. It was just like, yeah, we're not even going to pilot it. You know, hey, the Canadians do it so we can try it. And as we all know, it was an unmitigated failure and it was a one and done. It was a it was a one hit wonder and it wasn't even a hit. Not even a hit. Man. <laughs> OK, it wasn't even that thing you do. It was it was the thing that you never do again. <laughs> Doesn't have the same catchy title. It was like that Barbie song. OK, see ya. Out. I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> so but even that had some run. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm hearing it's going to be a, a modified, you know, where the booth upstairs, the sky judge interjects, intrudes, stops play when something it involves like a clear and obvious out of bounds or men on the field or something to do with... um Something that's not uh, ob- objective, whatever that is. I'm 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 eager to see the language on this, what it is. But one thing that is not going to be placed in front of the membership to vote on, from what I'm told, is fumbling through the end zone. Oh, imagine that. However, <laughs> I am told that in the whole process of talking about it and tabling and then talking and tabling and talking and not bringing up but just talking – and then bringing it up eventually because they think it might pass. I'm, I'm told this is coming. The train has left the station, sir, and yeah. I am going to be vindicated and on the right side of history. And no, you, sir, you, you sir, you, sir, will be the exact opposite. You will be the naysayer. You will be the person. You will be the person using dial-up <laughs> as I am Wi-Fi my way into the right and justice portion of the NFL world. Trust me on that. I'm spitting truth. We'll talk about it with Mike Pereira. Chris Weber joining us as well.